Hello, and welcome back to the Career Transition Guru Podcast. This is Tony Barchetti, your host, uh, franchise consultant. And on this podcast, we're going to have a lot of exciting interviews of some of the gurus in the industry and industry experts, franchise owners, franchising companies. And we're going to dive deep into all the hot topics and emerging trends and a lot of fun stuff. Uh, but before going down those paths, I thought I should at least have one episode here in the beginning that people can come back to that just lays out the basics of what franchising is um, and what you're getting into. And maybe it's some boring type of topic, but I think we should all have a foundation of an understanding of why franchising exists, what are the nuts and bolts of it, and you know what do some of the industry terms mean? So today's episode is just about some of that. You know, is franchising a strategy that fits you? Um, they've estimated through surveys nationally that seventy percent of people have thought seriously about owning their own business. So, is it the right dream for you? That's kind of what I want to talk about today. Uh, what are some of the most common reasons for business ownership. One of them is controlling your own financial freedom. You know, some of these different ideas might ring true for different people. Um, another one is a, a big one, and it was something that was big for me, and that's building an asset for future sale, okay? A lot of these franchises, if you build up the business and it's doing X amount of business per year and X amount of profit, you know, that business is worth something to sell. Um, people also get into entrepreneurship because they want to create more control and freedom in your time. That whole work life, personal life balance. Um, that's really important for people that become entrepreneurs. Another thing is a fair reward is, is the making money for yourself instead of making money for the company you used to, you know, you work for. And that was another big one that was for me. I kept feeling I was setting records, making these companies all this money, but they had no loyalty to their employees. And after I did well, I mentioned this in my first podcast episode that they changed the commission plan. You know, here, you know, and I think a lot of people out there in the world know what I'm talking about that, you know, promises aren't always kept in the business world. So when you have your own business, uh, no one can you know change that or pull the rug out from under you or downsize you. So a lot of that kind of control are the reasons that people think about uh, entrepreneurship. Um, you know, satisfaction when you go to work in your own business. I can't tell you after doing it for 25 years on how much better it feels to wake up in the morning knowing you know, what you're doing is making a difference for yourself and the people that you want to help out there in whatever business you're getting into. And, you know, I love it. And that's what I want to help people feel that. And if you're out there working a job and you just hate going to work, you hate that commute and you don't feel like you're getting rewarded for all the hard work you do because your boss is stealing your thunder or, you know, what's it all for? That's the kind of people that 
you know, I talk to that are evaluating franchising. Um, and of course, eliminating the threat of job loss. I mentioned a second ago, you know, getting downsized. And when you have your own business, that's not going to happen. So what is franchising? What is it all about? Now, it's copying the, the, the company that's got a proven model, making money. It's successful. They've worked out all the bugs. They're willing to sell you that ability and licensure to use their brand, their trademark, and their concept in your market, usually with an exclusive territory. It doesn't always have exclusive territories. depends on the different franchises, but that, you know, and more often than not, there is some exclusive territory involved. So you're buying the right to use their system. And as I said, you know, one of the good things is generally they're selling franchises. They've proved that it's it works. They've proved that they made it a profit, profitable venture. Franchises are profiting. And one of the things you'll get the chance to do is to talk to some of those franchisees and verify if that's true. So it ends up being a very strategic partnership. So why do companies franchise? Why don't they just grow organically themselves? Some companies do. But if they have a really cool concept and they're making good money, there are two ways they can grow. Organically, but it's a lot slower and it takes a lot of capital. Let's say they had a cool idea and they're based out of Omaha, Nebraska. Now all of a sudden try to open in Boise, Seattle, L.A., uh, Salt Lake City, New York City, Miami, you know, try to open offices and all those locations at the same time would take a huge human capital of needing a lot of people to do that, as well as real financial capital. And generally, a lot of times they'd have to raise 80 to 100 million of private equity money to be able to pay that human capital, open, you know, all those locations at the same time takes a lot of money and uh, time. However, if they choose to go with franchising, they can open all of those locations at the same time because they're using your human labor. They're using your money. Now, what do they get and what do you get for that? Well, you now get to make the bulk of the profits and income in your market because you're the one using your money and your time and they just take a little sliver off the top called a royalty, okay? So they get to expand, but they're willing to take less of the cut because they're doing less of the work. They're going to train you on you do the work. But why it works so successfully, not only for the reason I just said, but is now you have an invested business owner in every one of those locations around the country, around the world, and they make sure it works by working hard. No business makes money easily. I don't care what it is. It can be the most successful model in the world. If you sleep in till 2 in the afternoon and you're supposed to be open at 10 a.m., you know, it's not going to work, right? You have to put in the time and the hard work and sweat. And when someone had to invest $50,000 or $150,000 or $200,000, it depends, you know, everyone's different, these franchises. But when you have to make an investment, you're darn sure uh, have a lot more success uh, because of you're going to put that work in and protect your investment 
than when a company is expanding and hiring a manager in that remote location. And a lot of times that manager's making a $50,000 salary or $70,000 salary. And they're not as they're not as invested as that franchise owner who's invested a lot more of their life savings. So these are the whole reasons why franchises work. So what do you get? What you get is you're buying their brand. And branding is one of the most important things in business. People don't know who the heck you are, Joe Schmo Pizza. Who is that? Why am I going to order from Joe Schmo Pizza? But Domino's, okay, Little Caesars, I know who that is. People know what you're going to get. So branding is a big thing. Operating system is the second thing you get. They've proven the model, as I've been saying. So they're going to train you on their model. So you get training and support ongoing. Um, you know, that that's kind of everything. When you're a small mom and pop business that you might go open, uh, you don't have a board of directors. Most small outfits don't have the capital to hire five or six people to sit on the board of directors to advise them as industry experts in that industry, right? Nobody has the capital to do that when you're a small outfit. But if you're a franchisee, all of a sudden now you have the franchisor who's got a staff of probably seven to 10, 20 people. Everyone's a little different, but you're going to interview with them and you're going to figure that out. But a whole staff of industry experts that have been doing that business for 20 years plus, and that's your board of directors. They're your support system to tell you, you know, step by step what to do. But let's say you're operating and you're struggling with one concept or another, you get on the phone with them and they're going to help you like a board of directors. And they're going to say, hey, you're not doing that correctly. You were supposed to be doing it this way. And they're going to re-steer you. And you say, well, what about this, this, and this? And then they say, well, we tried that. It doesn't work. You know, that's why we tell you to do it this way. You know, a lot of what you get is not just what works from them, but they've tried all the other things. And they know what doesn't work. So they try to keep you very laserly focused on what does work. And that's your sounding board. Um, not only in a franchise network do you get tremendous support from the franchise company, but you get it from the other franchisees. It becomes like a big club and a network of like-minded people. And if you and you get to meet them as well when you come to the meetings or you know through the process of buying in, or that you know usually they have yearly meetings or regional meetings and you can lean on them for support. Hey, I see you've been doing this for three years. When you were in your first year and you had this problem, how did you solve it? And they'll be more than willing 90% of the time to help you and tell you, oh, I, I did it this way and it worked way better than that way. So you have a lot of support in the, in the industry from just the other franchisees. So what all does this do? This reduces your risk and increases the, your chances of success. Um, fran there's some numbers that fly around in the franchise industry that non-franchised new startup businesses have a high failure rate of within the first five years, 80% of them are out of business. Okay, that's non-franchised new startups. 80% fail within five years. Whereas completely opposite number 
92% of franchises are still open after five years. And it's for some of the reasons that I've just been describing. With all of the good training you get, proven sales and marketing, they're going to give you a lot of these these franchises, you're just starting out with four and five star reviews that you could plop right off of their website onto your website that they're going to build for you and copy their, their testimonials and copy their good reviews because you're one of them now. And that every, in today's world, reviews are everything. So from day one you open, you've got a lot of reviews on their system is a good one. So... It, it flips the switch from an 80% failure rate to a 90% failure, you know, success rate in that first five-year window. Now, can you fail? Of course. You know, again, um, franchising, I hear the number all the time and I see it all the time. It doesn't matter which network we're talking about. I don't care if it's McDonald's or if it's Meineke Mufflers, Midas, you know, Dunkin' Donuts. Everyone is, fits this next thing. And it's got like a bell curve, a 20 60 20 rule and think of a bell curve the top 20 percent are knocking it out of park grand slams they're just crushing it the middle 60 percent are making the average uh sales and profits that the franchise is going to show you what those numbers are and, and it's profitable and the bottom 20 percent are struggling you know and they're below the bell curve and everywhere in society we see that you go to class in the classroom in school, and this something certain percentage get A's and B's, certain percentage get C's and D's, and certain percentage get T's and F's in your classroom, right? Everything it's that way in everything. It's franchising is the same way. They're all learning the same training and operating system from the franchisor, but some flourish and some are average and some are below average. And that's going to be up to the operator. And uh, you're going to be able, in the due diligence time, you're going to be able to talk to all of those uh, different types of franchisees out there. So what does it cost to get into the franchise system? I'm going to discuss what some of the fees are. Everyone kind of probably already has an idea that there's a franchise fee. That's a upfront fee that can be anywhere. They're all over the board, you know, from 20,000, 25, 50,000. It just depends on the different franchise. And that's the fee to just buy in and buy the rights to do business in your territory. And sometimes that includes the training is in that. And occasionally some franchise systems, the, there's an additional training fee one time on top of that. Sometimes they break it into two pieces, but more often than not, the training is buried into that franchisee, but they have to disclose all the fees when you're talking to them, so they'll spell it out. Um, the next fee is generally in franchising is called a royalty fee, so ongoing as you're doing business, you have to give a five, six, seven, eight percent portion of your business to the franchisee, and that's what I was telling you, that there's a revenue partnership deal, revenue sharing where they take a little sliver off the top going forward instead of opening a branch there in your territory yourself. They're going to let you do it, and they're taking their 5 6 7 8%, and you get the rest. And in addition to that, and the last fee is an advertising or marketing fee, they call it. It's usually around 1% or 2%. Um, 
And that is pooled all together. That money does not go into the franchisor's pocket to, as profit, but it gets pulled into a separate account and advertising and marketing for the whole network. And sometimes those dollars are spent regionally where your store is, or sometimes they're spent nationally. And that's something that you, you know, we, we, we talk to the franchisor and find out. Now, those fees are all non-negotiable. Why? Because the franchisor selling franch, you know, franchises to the, all the people in the public, they can't sell it to Joe at this price and to Jane at a different price and gave them a bro deal because Jane's buying three franchises. So she, okay, gets a better deal than Jim that bought one. So they do sometimes reduce the franchise fee if you buy more than one. But what I meant by not negotiable is that everyone pays the same prices. No one's getting a bro deal. They will give discounts for quantity, like I say, buying a territory of uh, multiple units, uh, but everyone gets that discount, not just Jane, because she's prettier than you. So that's not negotiable. When you do negotiate to buy a franchise, though, there will be some language in the agreement that is negotiable, but these fees are never one of the negotiable items. Um, so what happens is generally, uh, you know, you uh, there'll be a, a, a systemized approach with every franchise where you go through uh, this due diligence and meeting them, talking to them. They have to send you what are called franchise disclosure documents, um, and you know those documents have to disclose by law everything about that franchise. You know. Were, has there ever been litigation? Is there any current litigation against them? Um, how many have they ever sold? How many have closed? Uh, and they, again, all of the fees need broken down. So there's tables of every fee that you would have to pay to get in, start up, and operate that business. They have to disclose so there's no secrets. The government put these laws in place, of course, to protect people from getting swindled by franchisers way back in the day when this all started. So now, you know, it's a very fair and, and legal process. They've got to send you those disclosure documents. You've got to sign a paper acknowledging that you received them. And generally, you cannot buy the franchise within 14 days of you signing that document. So if you get them tomorrow, you can't buy the, the franchise the next day. You have to wait 14 days. You can sign the documents on the 15th day. They call that a cooling off period to make sure you're doing your due diligence, okay? So let's see, what else do I want to talk about today? Um, I think I covered a lot of it. I'm just, sorry, I'm just taking a pause here to check my notes. Um, let's see, this, this, this. I think, you know, I think I covered the basics most of the bases that I want to cover, um, we're going to, as I said, get into some more fun topics of talking to some of these franchise systems that are out there. I'm going to be interviewing some of their uh, people that work for them. I'm going to be interviewing a lot of franchisees. These are people that own the franchises and um, ask them what their background, you know, what did you do before this? Were you an engineer? Were you an accountant? Were you a stay-at-home mom? You know, what, what did you do before what made you get into this? And just interview people and, and get the real life answers and not listen to people out 
there in the world like me or salespeople that are working for the franchisor that are only going to tell you the good things about that franchise. And I'm here to be your unbiased uh, consultant. So, you know, I'm going to talk about that in just another minute here, and then I'm going to let you guys go today. But what do I mean? If you, let's look at, I always love to use real estate um, examples. If you want to buy a house and you go talk to John, who is selling his house, and you talk to him directly, or his agent that's listed the house, his listing agent, not your buyer's agent, but they are only going to tell you about how great that house is, okay? I have the best house, it's this and that, all the great things about it, okay? Are they going to remember to tell you that sometimes when the trains go by that's three streets behind it, you can't see the railroad tracks, that occasionally you hear the noise from that? They might forget to disclose that to you, okay? And my point is just that people do what's in their best interest. So with, I don't work for, and a good franchise consultant doesn't work for a franchise system. So when I uh, interview some of these franchise companies, we have to keep that in mind that they're going to be talking about what's the best things about their network. And I'm going to ask them the questions and we're going to give them the platform to tell us what's all great about their network. But when I work with a customer one-on-one, I'm going to bring up some things to think about that they might not have talked about, about the industry in general, about that segment, about that category. You know, is that right fit for you because of this? And those are personal things that we're going to get into So on this podcast, as we're going forward, I will try to pick the pluses and minuses out of these people during the interviews and do my best to paint an unbiased opinion. And this site is not going to be a rah, 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 you know, uh, trying to sell something. Uh, It's more of a, a, my goal is to have it to be a very open, transparent, fact-finding thing. Is this right for you? Is these are these concepts uh, the right the right for you? Okay, and 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 then you can make a very well informed decision. And uh, I appreciate you tuning in. So that's all I wanted to talk about today was just the basics of franchising and what we're you know what we're what all the fuss is about and why it work they work so well and franchising really works. Um, if you put the time and hard sweat in, you will be successful. If um, you don't, you won't. And that's the true for anything in life. I don't care what you're talking about. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. I look forward to you guys following along in, in my journey of getting all these facts out there. Let's find out what the deal is and what's the best fit for you to get free of that corporate life of making the money for the man and and getting your happy time at home, your work-life balance better suited for you. Again, this is Tony Barchetti, your franchise consultant. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next time.